listeners. Welcome everybody to the Universe, where once a week I allow you guys, or invite you guys rather, into my universe where you can hear me ramble about what's happened to me in the past week and what I've enjoyed. Um, thank you guys for subscribing, all my SoundCloud subscribers and the iTunes subscribers. I appreciate it very much. Uh, I just got finished watching Southpaw, the movie, which I know it's a little late because it came out a while ago, but um, I just got around to it, and it is a pretty, I think, phenomenal movie. I I loved it, actually. Um, I love Rachel McAdams, but... uh, her looks aside, the little amount of time that she was in the movie, which is just in the beginning, basically, uh, she kind of captured me. And uh, even though she wasn't in the movie for you know a long time, I still felt connected to the character, and I felt sadness when she was gone. But um. It was a great movie, and uh, without that loss, um, the main character couldn't lose himself and uh, and rebuild himself and and find himself again, which is kind of what I didn't even plan this, but it kind of spoke to what I've been. Uh, thinking about and experiencing this week where I kind of have been having talks with myself about bettering myself I guess you want to say where we put so much focus in materialistic things and just wants and desires that we as human beings want but in our thought process of wanting that we kind of lose ourselves and what can possibly help us, you know, find happiness. So, uh, in terms of the movie, you know, he got distracted with all the fl- uh, fame that he obtained from boxing, that he kind of lost himself and kind of disconnected from the family. And then once he lost his wife, which caused him to act irrationally and then eventually lose his daughter. So when he loses his family, which he took for granted, he finds that he lost himself and he has to find himself again, basically. And uh, he does that via the help of Forrest Whitaker, who becomes his coach. But um, it kind of spoke to me on a deeper level because... Like I said, I, I've kind of been sh- going through that struggle of trying to find myself because I've put so much emphasis and focus on trying to find happiness via uh, a partner because I do feel alone sometimes, you know. So I've kind of been stressing the fact that I don't have, you know, a girlfriend or having someone to be there for me or even you know a close friend 
Um, so I find myself, since I put so much focus on it, I've kind of lost myself and I, I haven't really thought about the future or thought about myself and where I want to take my life, basically. So this week I've kind of been coaching myself, so to speak, and talking about that to myself and just making the decision like I can't depend on that. I can't focus on that because that's not what my life's going to be. My life has to be, you know, uh, get a find a, a good career job and then everything else after you find yourself and make yourself happy yeah that's what I'm basically trying to do is trying to better myself I've been focusing on trying to find other things to fulfill that kind of hole that I had in my heart so I'm trying to better myself and I feel that if I if I just focus on myself and you know find happiness for myself without having to rely on other people everything else will fall into play uh, place I should say you know career family all that jazz but um yeah so that's um uh, you guys tell me is that a struggle that I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one going through that struggle but I'm trying to focus on bettering myself and I'm trying to find what outlets and what paths are going to take me that way. And that's kind of the uh, difficult part, but also the adventurous part of, of finding that path that's going to lead to, you know, your happiness. Life isn't an easy game. If it was, it wouldn't be called life. It'd just be called living. But, uh, yeah, so... That's my life lesson for this week. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm not I'm not a life coach, but um. Anyway, so besides that, uh, I've been hearing a lot of chatter about this uh, new Netflix series. It's a docu series called Making a Murderer, and uh, I was listening to Bizarre States, which is uh, Jessica Chobot's podcast on the Nerdist Network with uh, Andrew Bowser and um, they were talking about this so that's why I first heard about it then uh, I seen a lot of people online posting about it one of my uh, one of my friends on Facebook had posted that she had started watching it and I was already enticed by uh, the sales pitch that Jessica Chobot <laughs> um sold on her podcast that uh, I was already intrigued by it and I was already planning on watching it but the fact that you know I saw all these other people watching it and talking about it you know what I was like oh fuck it I'm gonna watch this so I started checking it out got into it and uh, I binged the, the rest of it er earlier today actually uh, I finished not too long ago and uh, so I, it's, it's 10 episodes not too long it's an hour a piece basically and um Shit was interesting. Um, I don't want to spoil the series, Rick. I want you guys to check it out. I definitely recommend it. Um, but essentially, it what it seemed like was that they were trying to frame 
this guy for a murder that he claims he's innocent of. And I I don't know if I side with him or the prosecutors. You know, I don't know if he's innocent or not. But um, I would have, if I, ha if I had been in the jury, I would have said that he's not guilty. Not because I believe him that he's not guilty although you know he stands by that that claim that he's innocent but um just because of the lack of professionalism and the suspicious behavior and procedures that that county police had gone through and um exhibited that they were completely uh, unprofessional. So just a lot of fishy business that just makes you call into question the integrity or even the intelligence of some of these uh, officers and uh, some of the investigators and the DAs. Um, that's the... That was what was captivating to me, was the fact... Not the fact that, you know, the whole... Did he do it? Did he not do it? But just the, all the shit that started, you know, popping up, the more and more they investigated uh, certain procedures and certain um, interrogations and the, the way they did it. Um, but it definitely calls into question just the way some of these police departments are ran. And um, I believe it happens all over the place. The cops do have sometimes, not all cops, but sometimes they have, they feel they're, they're powerful and they're uh, kind of untouchable so they can do what they, what they will. And uh, it affects us horribly sometimes. So, um, it's definitely, I definitely watch the series, it's interesting, I suggest... I recommend it. Um, good series, though. Since I have nothing else to watch, all my shows are on hiatus right now. Um, I have to result, resolve to watching other shit, basically. And uh, that tickled my fancy, and I enjoyed it quite much. Alright, let's go on to today, this week's nerdy news. Nerdy, nerdy news. Geek news. Whatever you want to call it. This Week in Geek. Uh, the CW announced that they are going to have Kevin Smith of Comic Book Men and of Jay and Silent Bob fame. Um, they're going to have him direct an episode of The Flash. Which, if you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, he is a ginormous fan of the show uh, The Flash. He weeps at <laughs> at some of the episodes. He's a he's a man that's very in tune with his emotions, and I commend him for that. But um, so there, CW is giving him a chance, basically, to direct an episode, which I am highly, highly excited about. Uh, I love Kevin Smith. He is a great director, and um, the fact that he is such a super fan, I just have complete faith that um that'll come across in the episode that he'll put so much care 
and uh, into the story and into uh, directing the episode. So I'm excited about that. Kevin Smith to direct the Flash episode. Uh, what else? We got Star Wars. More Star Wars news. Star Wars doesn't look like it's going to die down anytime soon, which is a good thing because it is a great movie. But um, Star Wars has set a new record of being the first movie to pass $800 million domestically in the box office. Uh, they came with the exact number of uh, $812 million. That's what they're up to so far and, uh, and growing. But um, they, they passed Jurassic World's record. So they set the new standard, which is going to be incredibly difficult for any other movie after this to pass unless it's the next Star Wars installment. <laughs> but uh, good on them. Uh, what else we have here? Uh, we have a spoiler that was coming out of Australia. Uh, there, there was an Australian TV promo for The Arrow that some fan recorded and posted online for the whole world to see and uh, it spread like wildfire. Um, basically, and if you don't want to get spoiled about, uh, you want to hear any spoilers about Arrow, plug your ears for like the next 20 seconds. Uh, essentially in the TV promo, we see that Felicity is not dead. She is alive still and she's in the hospital and we see, uh, Ollie and Mama Smoke talking in the hospital, but, um, she's alive and, and not well, obviously she's in the hospital, but she's alive. She's not dead. Uh, last the uh, and the mid uh, the mid season finale, we were kind of left with uh, you know Oliver holding Felicity in his arms and not knowing whether she's dead or alive. So we do know that she is not dead. She is alive, uh, although she is in the hospital. So and the spoiler. Thank you, Australia. Um, what else? It's come from Marvel. Marvel plans on having an event. This is in the comic world, um, called Civil War Two, where they say a major character is going to die, and what it looks like essentially is in this Civil War, it's going to be uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man against Captain Marvel, um, Captain Carol Danvers, if you will. Um, Brian Michael Bendis is writing it. Uh, I'm excited for it kind of I feel like they're kind of just making a play at the fact that Civil War this this new event will be released uh, I believe a month after Civil War so they're I feel like they're counting on the hype of the movie to drive sales for this uh, this event and also uh, to build up uh, some type of new fan base for Captain Marvel that uh so that when the movie comes out there'll be a lot more people wanting to go see it so i do think it's just a play at kind of you know sales but um brian michael bendis does write a great story so you know i'm hoping that it's not just a story just to for the sake of having a story but for for quality purposes i hope it's you know a great story Which I don't see, you know, why it shouldn't be, but that's something that they're going to be releasing soon. This Civil War 2, I guess it's going to be the next large Marvel event. So that's something to look forward to. Um, 
Infinity War, the new uh, Marvel, or the last Marvel movie in the in Phase Three, I believe. Uh, the they've kind of released a concept. I mean, nothing. It's nothing too crazy. Basically, for the Infinity War, they are going to unite the MCU. They're going to unite, you know, the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what is rumored to be the main concept of Infinity Wars, which I mean, isn't surprising if you if you know the books. You know that kind of they need everyone, especially to defeat Thanos, the the mad titan, if you will. Um Yeah, they've they've asked the Russo brothers and James Gunn for specifics, but neither of them uh released any details, so we're kind of just making assumptions at this point uh, as to what it's going to be about. But that's what the uh, rumor is, is they're going to unite basically the MCU, everyone in the MCU together, which is going to be a large, a large movie. Um, again, with some Star Wars uh, information, it's not uh, news really, it's kind of rumors. People have been discussing about... Who is uh, the supreme leader, Snoke? They're trying to figure out, you know, what is it? Is it Palpatine? Is it Vader? Is it, you know, someone all new completely? But um, there's been a large rumor going around that uh, the supreme leader, Snoke, is actually might be Darth Vader himself. If you look at the the projection of the Supreme Leader, and if you look at the Vader unmasked, they look almost identical, except Snoke is a lot older. But um, they have a scar on the head that matches up, and they have like this uh, this metal like brace thing going uh, underneath the jaw area that's identical to uh, to Vader. So. It would make sense if the Supreme Leader Snoke is Vader and um, that's how he kind of took control over Kylo Ren and, uh, and made him the new, the new bad guy. So it would make a lot of sense. Um, obviously, we don't know. It's all only a rumor right now. But we do know that there's going to be two more episodes coming out, so... Hopefully, we find out who he is in the next episode, if not at least the third episode. But um, I think that'll be interesting. And I think it's a very, very strong possibility that it is Vader. Uh, I'm kind of hoping it is, actually. That'd be pretty badass. Uh, what else? Lastly, Funko Pop released a new pop vinyl line. They released images of the new line. They're not, they haven't been released yet. But they released images of the new Civil War lineup for the pop vinyls. And let me tell you, they look fucking amazing. I want the whole line. Um, on the line you have you have two versions of Captain America. One is just him standing. And then the second one is kind of him in a battle pose holding the shield, which looks pretty badass. That's the one I want. 
Um, there's two Iron Man vinyls. One just regular Iron Man standing with the mask on. And another one with the mask kind of popped up. Like his faceplate is, is open, but he's still wearing the helmet, which looks pretty badass. That's the one I wanted, that one. Then you have you have Black Panther, which looks pretty badass. You have uh, Falcon. You have... Um, man, I cannot remember his name right now. The bad guy with the skull in his face. You have three versions of him. Um, who else? You, you have Black Widow. You have Scarlet Witch. Um, who else was in there? Oh, Winter Soldier. Which looked pretty cool. That Black Panther, though, he looked pretty sick. I kind of I really want to get that. I'm going to get the whole line. Even though I kind of have a Black Widow and Scarlet Witch already from the uh, Age of Ultron line. Uh, they were slightly updated looks, so I'm gonna, it's, it, is, it is different, but I'm going to get it anyway. Screw it. I am a Marvel uh, fanatic. So, um, yeah, that's going to be pretty badass. I'm excited about that. Uh, that's all the news I have for this week. Let's go on to my pull list. Last week's pull list was pretty light. This week is, uh, is still kind of light, but not as light as last week. It's kind of Marvel heavy and it's kind of image heavy. Uh, let's start with, uh, Marvel. This is what came out on, uh, January 6th. At Marvel that I'm getting in my poll list is Amazing Spider-Man number six, uh, Deadpool number five, Doctor Strange number four, Howard the Duck number three, Invincible Iron Man number five, Captain America Civil War Prelude number three, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin number one, which I'm excited about that because I love all these Star Wars uh, series that they've been coming out with. Uh, Rocky Raccoon and Groot number one, written by Scotty Young, which is a funny, funny guy. Uh, Star Wars number 14, as written by Jason Aaron, of course, favorite writer. You guys know that by now. Uh, that's it from Marvel. From DC, very light, only three uh, issues. Batman and Robin Eternal number 14, Green Arrow number 48, and um, from Vertigo, basically, DC, uh, Unfollow number three. Uh, from Image this week, though, uh, Bitch Planet number six came out. I love Bitch Planet. It is a it was a funny book, but it is also action packed and drama filled. Um, it's overall just just a great book. I definitely recommend that one. Uh, Black Science number nineteen, written by Rick Remender, another great book. Uh, I recommend uh, Dark Corridor number six, uh, Fade Out number twelve, which I believe is the final issue. To uh, this uh, the series, which is written by uh, uh, Ed Brubaker. Uh, Mythic number six, Nailbiter number nineteen, written by Joshua Williamson. Great, 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 absolutely phenomenal series. And uh, Paper Girls number four, which is another great series, written by the great Brian K. Vaughn. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, and from indie, only four comic books. Eighth Seal number two, written by um, one of my favorites, uh, James Tynan the fourth. Star Trek Starfleet Academy number two. That's a pretty cool miniseries. Uh, Archie number five. Great book. 
and The Woods, number 19, which is written also by James Tyne in the fourth, which has been a great series as well. Um, that was all that came out on my poll list this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me. Um, thank you guys for coming back to this Jonahverse every week. Um, like my episode, subscribe, share, spread the word, spread my words, if you will, to the world. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. If uh, you want to send me any messages, you can find me on Instagram at Chef Jonah. You can tweet me on Twitter at Chef Jonah. You can find me on Facebook. Just look up Chef Jonah. Or you can find the podcast on iTunes. Search up Jonahverse on SoundCloud. Search up Jonahverse. Or any podcast app that you have. You can find me on the RSS feed. Just search Jonahverse. Uh, and uh, you'll find me straight away. Okay. Um, this week... We have a great song called Off the Ground by Bitfunk featuring Shay Jacobs. Tell great song. Tell me why you're here in the morning. Safe travels, everybody. Can you never leave my mind at night?